0: Welcome to the Real Estate Masters Podcast, a podcast with top real estate agents sharing insights of how they've grown their business. Every guest is unique and serves different markets, so you will find value in each and every episode. And now our host, Executive Coach, April Matt.
1: Well, hi. It is so great to be back with you for Season 2 of the Real Estate Masters Podcast. I took a bit of a break this summer and a couple of reasons why We had a little challenge just getting our guests scheduled. Everyone has been so busy in this crazy real estate market. So therefore, that was a little bit of a challenge and kind of very exciting to me. I had a new grandbaby born the first part of May and just took some time off enjoying my family this summer. You hear me talk about often in the podcast and in kind of my little comments at the end, I believe margin in our life is so important. And so I just, on purpose... Plan to have some margin in my life this summer, spending some extra time with grandkids and being a mom and actually as a wife too. My husband and I celebrated our 35th wedding anniversary, the end of June. So we went to Cabo for a couple of weeks and had a great, great anniversary trip. So now we're back in at full swing and I have some amazing interviews that I cannot wait for you to hear. Today, I've got Courtney Hatfield. She's out of the Northeast Ohio market, Akron, canton ohio into cleveland and she'll share more about that just a great great interview with her and in fact i'll just go ahead and tell you we i met courtney because of the podcast she was a listener and she knew i was a coach and so she reached out to me as in a real dilemma of whether or not she wanted to stay working on a team but she was doing so well and she has such leadership qualities So she really was just debating whether or not she wanted to start her own team and go out on her own. And so through coaching, I worked through that with her and she just decided to jump out and start her own team, and is killing it. She's going to share more about that, and now what her role is in having her own team, and what how differently that looks. Maybe some of you are struggling with kind of the same thing. Do you stay on a team? Do you stay an independent agent? Do you start a team? What are the things you do? So, anyway, Courtney's going to share more about that, and then I've got some other great interviews in the pipeline. Can't wait for you to hear Megan Jones out of Atlanta, Georgia. She is killing it. She's young and just a rock star. And I have others and their names are not coming to me and I don't have them right in front of me, but some great interviews that I know you're going to love. So we expect to have interviews out to you about every two weeks and we have them in the pipeline. So that shouldn't be an issue. Hopefully we'll continue to be able to get our agents scheduled. So let me just say to you, thanks for joining us. Please leave us reviews. I know we hear from you and I know you're enjoying the podcast and that's why we keep on doing it. So leave us reviews, share with others, put it on social media, tag us in it. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Coach April Mac, And you know we'd love to see your comments there. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode because you never know what value you might find in the next interview so let's get right to it here is my interview with courtney hatfield hi courtney i'm so happy to have you here with us today so introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and where you're at
0: hi thanks for having me i am courtney hatfield i live in i live in canton ohio but i work anywhere from canton to cleveland i've been a real estate agent for little over three years. And I just started my own team this year, your home court team, and we service Northeast Ohio.
1: Yeah. So why don't we just go ahead and tell a little backstory about how you and I met one another?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I started real estate in July of 2018. And I started as a solo agent. I ended up joining a team in Cleveland and a brokerage in Cleveland. And I was on that team for two years. And then from there, I just had this inkling, you know, that I really just wanted to branch out and start my own team. But I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how to go about it. So you and I had a coaching session and you really helped walk me through, you know, am I at the place that I should? Can I? And, you know, we discussed those details and the rest is history. I ended up starting my team and we are just doing awesome. And I definitely want to thank you for that.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. But let's talk a little bit about, because I think it is so beneficial. There are people I believe are probably in the same position you are, you know, do they start their own team? Do they stay on a team? And Obviously if if anyone that I'm working with is is working through that struggle a lot of it has to do with the way they're wired their personality because everyone isn't wired to lead a team but why don't you talk a little bit about that struggle for you and what the pros and cons were and and you know
0: what were you looking at like you said not everybody is wired to run a team. It is a lot of work. It's very demanding. You are on call with your team 24-7 if they need support or if they need advice. And you don't know that until you get into it. I mean you have an idea, but you really don't know. And I will also say just because you have a great year of sales doesn't mean that you're going to be an amazing leader. There are leaders in real estate now that probably shouldn't be leaders. Right, But it it takes a certain mentality and a certain work ethic. And I do want to say when you have a team, I've learned you can't, you're not going to, it's not about you. You're wanting to train and, you know, hold their hands and teach people how to be a good agent and how to serve the community. And it's not, it, it can't be about you. It just can't.
1: Yeah. Did you realize that before you started the team or you feel like that kind
0: of evolved as you (laughs) got into it? I realized that before I started the team. And that's why I did make my team name. We are your home court team. I didn't go for the Courtney Hatfield team. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some of my best friends have their name as their team name. Sure. But I do think you have a higher, you don't have as high of a turnover rate. You know, when they feel like they can claim their own sales or they can put their name and build their own brand. Right. And so that's the goal I had in building a team. I wanted people to find that financial freedom that I found and that independence. And it's fun being a business owner. It's hard, but it's fun. And if they're able to say, Look at this, like, look, I have a name for myself and it's because of the support from Courtney and our brokerage. Then that's awesome.
1: Right. They take ownership and really feel a part of that.
0: And when they feel pride, I feel like they sell more. Yeah, I, I get that.
1: So, when you, before you started your own team, what was your, talk about what your working relationship was at that time.
0: I was on a team in Cleveland and we, it was just her and I on the team and we were the best of friends and we're still friends. We're still in the same brokerage. We are, we're very similar and both had that drive to do more and be more. And, you know, when we had our coaching conversation, if you remember me saying like, I know that we would work so well together, but is that the smart decision? Was that smart for me? And the best thing for me, I had to work through and figure out was, no, I needed to make sure if I was going to start this, if I was going to build this, I needed to build it my way and with my ideas and mm-hmm. because I didn't ever want to have that, the possibility of that falling out and affecting our friendship.
1: Right. Right. So, Which is honorable. Yeah. So now tell us what your team looks like.
0: So I have three agents on the team. I have Erica. Plus yourself. The, plus myself. Yes. I have yeah. Erica who is a part-time agent. She also just had a baby a month ago. And then I have Rachel and I have Denise. Rachel, I have known for almost 20 years. We actually grew up going to church together. And Denise, I met through a networking event. Hmm. I I hosted a bar crawl in November of 2019. And her and her husband came and we just hit it off and we're friends. And she got her license. And the rest is history.
1: Yeah. So how's our sales? How are y'all making it?
0: So last year as a an agent I did 6.85 million on my own. I had 28 deals. Right now by well, it's August 20th. We have 47 deals. Some of those are pending, but that for the year is where we're at and yeah. close to 9 million. Wow. That's amazing. So Denise and Rachel both started in April. And they, Denise just closed her first million and Rachel is right about two and a half million. Wow.
1: And then you've got one on maternity leave. So that's.
0: Yes. And then there's Erica. And she's getting ready to come back. So we're excited. So, what does
1: running a team look like for you? How is that different from you just being a solo agent, do you think?
0: It really clicked for me when I realized that my name was on all of these deals so i wanted to help these agents see them through from start to finish and to do that though you have to be available 24/7 and just to look over the offer or suggest an offer price or help pull comps you just always have to be on and but i pride myself in that in being there if you want to fly fly if you want me to hold your hand, that's what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was an adjustment period because you know, when you have, when you're doing it yourself, you only have to worry about yourself. But now when you're doing it, you know, Rachel has 10 deals pending. Well, my name are on all 10 of those deals. Yeah. So I want to make sure those are handled properly and ethically all the way around.
1: Right. That's incredible. And so now has it affected you having the team, And walking through with them, has it affected your own personal
0: sales? It did at the beginning because I was busy training. You know, they both started in April. I was busy training them and And going with their new agents. Brand new. Yep. And I was going with them to their appointments, etc. So I didn't really have time for my own. Mm -hmm. And but now that they are trained and they are handling things, More so on their own, I have picked up my own sales again. Yeah, but I knew that I knew that going in that I was going to have to put my stuff on hold to -hmm. get them up and going.
1: Sure, it's an investment in the future, no doubt. But so, what do you feel like the future will look like for the home court team?
0: Well, we ended up opening an office in Portage Lakes, which is in Akron. If you're familiar with the area. And it was really great because I actually went to my broker's and I just asked to rent an office space. I was like, you know, I'm starting a team down here. If we get an office space, maybe we can bring on some more teams to work from it. And just a brick and mortar building is all I really was hoping for. And they came down and we toured a few different office spaces. And then we went to this building. It faces the water on the lake. It's just beautiful. And they ended up buying the building. And so there are different tenants there now. There's a salon and there's an accountant. But we we renovated a suite and that is what we are working out of now. And if you've seen on my stories on Instagram, I like to post the picture of the lake all the time. It's just so beautiful. But people now, we have a place that you can come. We have a closing table and we have other teams starting there. Wow. Their support has been unmatched and is a definite... Hundred percent. Why I have the success I do so far? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, what? How
1: many people do you envision having on your team? What do you think is ideal?
0: At first, when I started, I didn't want to have more than four. I didn't want to stretch myself thin. Ideally, would like two more full time agents. That is what I'm hoping. We just have an abundance. You know, the market is so wild right now that we just are all we would love to help. <laughs> yes,
1: understandably. And and I know yesterday you and I spoke on the phone and you'd just been on a listing appointment and which I think is amazing that, you know, I'm always about listings, listings, mm-hmm. listings, because I feel yeah. like it's your inventory. And mm-hmm. uh, to me, I envision and, and just heard said when I was in business years ago, you know, if you don't have anything to sell, you're out of business, which I know, could be flipped and we could talk about buyer's agents and and there is a place for all of that. But I kind of really always stuck to that mindset and loved the idea of, you know, I could be on vacation and somebody could sell my property and I could still make money. But what is that looking like for you? Is that something that you really are wanting to expand or, or maybe your niche more of working, having more listings? What, I mean, what does that look like?
0: So I totally agree. Listings make you last. And you can't show houses from the beach, but I can sell a home from the beach. I can list a home, you know, and people can show it and I can sell it. And I would love to be, because we are, last year I was far more buyer heavy than I am this year. This year, I would say we're about 30, 70, You know, I probably have 30% sellers, 70% buyers right now. I would love to make that more 50-50. And I think as the team grows, and we become more established in our new office building on the lake and such, that I think we'll be able to get more listings.
1: Well, and I encourage you too to just realize, the longer you're in business, those you start having those repeat customers. So that you're going to see those people you sold a house to become a seller and that helps start moving the weights of the balance, you know, but, but exactly right. So, th- but that's 30% listings, 70% buyers is great. And especially so great in this market, everybody wants <laughs> listings right now. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 So how are you dealing with this market?
0: Well, you know, It took a minute to get used to because this is definitely not the market we had when I started, even three years ago. But you have to have a buyer that's ready and able. But just being able to help them get to that point, I have found to be so crucial. And I'm a big fan of buyer letters. I'm a big fan of escalation clauses. I'm a big fan of all the little hidden tactics. You know, one thing we did on our team is we have in our contract, our purchase contract, that they have seven days to send the earnest money. Well, we started doing, you have one business day to get that earnest money in. And it kind of gives us a little bit of an edge because somebody could have their inspection back out and have never sent the earnest money. But if you have one business day, you're going to get that earnest money in and the seller's going to feel more comfortable.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good tip. And really, what is amazing, Courtney, is the volume that you're doing is the, no longer than you've been in business. Just kudos to you. You've had a lot of transition and you're seeing so much success in all of this, in just having been in business in three years. And to also mention, you ha- are, have a young family. So I really want to know in this three years, what do you feel like you attribute
0: to your success? I definitely, it's in my personality to have an entrepreneurial mindset. It's in my personality to hustle. And I, you know, I'm that way when I get home. I never stop going. And it's just who I am. And that's one thing that I recommend is find people with that like mentality before hiring them onto your team. I've interviewed people for our team. But when I, you know, ask them at the end of the interview, do you have any questions? And they sit there and they say to me, no, you don't have any questions about your new career. Yeah. Well, that to me is a giant red flag. And if you interview them and they don't have that same, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go, I'm going to make this happen for me because nobody else is going to make this happen for me. If they don't have that, then I don't want them on the team. Yeah.
1: But what, what, in building your career, I mean, are there things other than hustle? How have you marketed yourself? I mean, did you work your sphere of influence? Did you really create work the social media aspect? Are you cold calling? Are you writing letters to all your sphere of influence? I mean, what do you feel like really got you going?
0: So last year, I closed 50% sphere, 50% online leads. Oh. and. Oh, what I do now is I only work my sphere and I only work referrals and I give all the online leads to the team. I don't take any for myself. A a big contributor to that is my social media. I'm way more present on Facebook. Facebook's the number one social media platform in the world. And I'm on Instagram and you and I follow each other on Instagram. And, you know, I I make sure to post every week and on my stories every day, but definitely Facebook is my jam. Mm. And yeah. I, think, I think it's important because if you're not present on social media or if you're not consistent on social media, then you're not going to reap the benefits of it. You know, social media is like a well and you don't get water the first day you dig your well. But if you show up and you post and you say, look, I am, you know, th- your neighborhood expert here and you tag yourself at a coffee shop and you, you know, post eye-catching pictures of a sunset on the lake, people are going to remember you.
1: Right, right. Well, and I think it validates your success in a sense too. I mean, you really are working. And I I think real estate professionals sometimes fit in a few different categories. You know, they're the professionals and you view them as that's their job and that's their work and they're professional. And then I think... There's some people that may have a mentality that, oh, she just is laying around and, but you know, every so often she sells a house or she, and so I think it honestly really gives the opportunity to give your sphere of influence that perspective of you as being a real professional. And this is really what you do because if, you know, obviously, and even family members, I mean, I get tickled at people saying, you know, my own cousin, you know, I find out at the family reunion, they just bought a house and, yeah. you know, and they didn't call me. And I think sometimes that they don't think of you as the professional and you're not uh, doing anything that they are seeing that you actually do really sell houses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or properties. I mean, but- you can post once that, hey, I got my real estate license. Well, that's great. But if you're not saying top of mind and you're like, I just sold this, I just did right. this, you know. And I don't care if you sold, you know, a house three years ago. If you sold it, you still sold it. So post sure. it and be like happy home anniversary and tag your seller or your buyer and you know, if you're not staying top of mind, then you can't get mad at them for not picking you. Right. Not.
1: So I know social media is important. Is there are, are there other things that you're doing
0: marketing wise? Social media is really I would say the biggest route that we go on as a team. Yeah, I mean, social media is the biggest. We send postcards and, you know, we do sponsor events and things like that just to be present in the community and to get your name out there. But social media is our number one.
1: Yeah. I don't understand why somebody wouldn't use it in the real estate world because it, it's basically free. You can, not that you can't run ads, but I mean, it's it's just an opportunity for you to touch a lot of people. And um, it's hard for me to understand why, but it doesn't fit everyone. And I get that. And I'm really, I'm one to talk because I don't post a lot on social media. I love, you know, trolling and seeing what you're doing and, you know, congratulating you and other people that I follow and saying, you know, and seeing your success and, but I'm preaching to the choir because I'm really not so good
0: myself at posting on social media. I think too. It's a lot of a generational thing, definitely. But I just taught a class yesterday about social media. And, you know, I had a lot of people saying, well, I'm older, I'm older, I don't understand the apps. And, you know, the importance of posting every day. And it's definitely a commitment. Oh, but yeah. your commitment, your consistency, that's where the magic happens. That's where you start to see people, random people, just like message you. I just had yeah. somebody message me, hey, my mom and dad are moving here from Oregon. Can you help them? Somebody I've never spoken to in my whole life.
1: Wow. And absolutely I can. Sure.
0: Absolutely. (laughs)
1: With bells on. Well, tell me, so you taught a social media, a class on social media, you said? Yes. Yesterday. So tell us about that.
0: So to me, it's super important that people realize that real estate agents realize that you are the brand. Your face is the brand. And social media is our handshake from business owner to client. So If they see my face and they see my face consistently saying sold, sold, listed, listed, they're going to think of me. And there are a few things, though, that I would recommend to real estate agents if they don't do this already. And it's so common. Say I go to your profile on Facebook and you have a picture of the sunset as your cover photo and you have a picture of you and your dog as your profile picture. Well, how do I know what you do? Exactly. I don't, I don't have any idea what you do. I don't see your name, I don't see that you're a real estate agent, I don't see your phone number anywhere. And that is would be my number one advice to anybody is you if you're not selling yourself, well, I'm not going to sell you. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Makes total sense to yeah. me. Yes, I get amazed at the people that their profile picture is a dog or it's a yeah. poster, you know. It's yeah. like Tells me nothing about you. Absolutely.
0: So what else? What else do
1: you teach in this class?
0: I spoke about content and how content matters. And again, that consistency is key. And one thing that I have found to help me is three to five categories that I rotate posting. And I'll gladly share those with you. I pick myself, pictures of myself, because photos of faces, Get 38% more interaction and likes. Yeah. And it's so important that when people think about you and your brand, they see your face and that they'll remember you. Right. Another topic. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: No, I'm just saying that's exactly right. I completely agree.
0: You have to sell yourself as the agent because they could go pick anybody else. There's so many. We're inundated with agents. But what makes you stand apart? Another topic that I like to post about is work. I'm posting my listings. I'm posting my solds. I'm posting my reviews, market news, team news. We just went and had a team cleanup day on the lake and we got on the boat and we picked up trash out of the boat and I posted all about that. I post about any review I get. Obviously, I'm going to post and blow up social media about my new listings because I want those sold in a day. Right, right. Another topic that I like to post about is my family. And again, people like, they do like pets. If you don't have kids, they like pets and they, they like kids. I mean, you're going to get pictures of your kids are going to get tons of interaction because people like cute things. And social media is here because people like to be social. That's what we connect on as humans. So I had just posted a picture of my daughter in front of a house that we sold, that I sold. And it's her standing in some high heels, holding a cell phone up to her ear next to the sold sign. And I just wrote, girl. And then I was like, swap that for sale sign to sold because I'm closing deals in these high heels.
1: And I posted
0: it. And it blew up. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, how cute. People were sharing it. But it gets my name out there. It gets my brand out there.
1: Absolutely.
0: And people love families.
1: Oh, I love that. I just have to tell you. So when I was in real estate, I did not have the privilege of social media. And so everything was done in the newspaper or I did actually do billboards. I was the first real estate agent in my area to actually put my face on a billboard. And I was just thinking about it the other day. I've got to go find it. I have the newspaper clipping where I had my daughter. She was probably about five in her little toy Jeep, you know, battery operated Jeep with a phone. And um, because we we just, yeah, we did have cell phones back then, but I can't remember. I think she had the sold sign or something. And, you know, I was always trying to come up with these catchy little crazy phrases. I mean, um, Oh, I have me and a couple of the co-workers that I worked with. And we were up on a roof and took our picture and, you know, call us to list your home. We'll get right on it. And, you know, all the crazy, silly yeah. things. But um, but I used my daughter as well and just loved it. But, of course, I didn't have the social media. Yeah. It was just the newspaper advertising. And so that's why I'm just like, why, why, why yeah. wouldn't you use this platform that we have to promote yourself? A
0: hundred percent.
1: It's free it's free. It's unbelievable. So, so you've got your, your family pictures. Tell us a couple other things.
0: I post quotes and yes. I make sure at first I just would reshare quotes and I realized, Hey, okay, those are getting a lot of interaction. You can look at all of your stats, especially on Instagram. You can see, you know, how many people save this or share this to their story, etc. And then I started making my quotes, with my name, my handle on it, Courtney Realtor, And I started sharing those. And I realized when I got more consistent in what those looked like, it started going like it was more viral. And I use the term viral loosely, but more shares, more likes, right. more interactions. Yeah. And when you look at my page, you see that consistency. Yeah. I love then, that. One of the other things that I like to post are beverages. And it's just a random thing about me, you know, whether it's coffee or tea or I'm drinking a beer or whatever. I like to take a picture and I like to post it, tag my location. But if you go to my Instagram and you look at my grid, you'll see, you'll see quotes, you'll see my kids, you'll see a drink, you'll see a sold sign. And it's just, I do that, I rotate. And I do it consistently. And it has started to bring in business.
1: That's amazing. Do you
0: have someone help you with this? Or are you doing this yourself? I don't. I have a friend that helps make my quotes. She'll make them for me just on a computer program she has. But I do all the posting myself.
1: So Courtney, you've got to be really disciplined in your time. I mean, like, do you have a set time that you're working on social media? I mean, what is a, what's that look like for you?
0: Yeah. So I'd like to, well, now that both my kids are in school and my daughter started kindergarten. So I have all day, I have eight hours all day long.
1: And I did see that picture. I do not get on social media all that much, but I did see the picture and her outfit was adorable. (sighs) I almost screenshot it and sent it to my daughter. Like, is this not the cutest thing? Her little red. Yes. It was, she looked adorable.
0: And that was from Goodwill. I'm a huge thrifter, <laughs> but I love I love the vintage look. And I think so many people interact with her photos because she doesn't look like I don't have her dress like every other kid either. Yeah, you know. But I do. I have a consistent schedule now that, especially now that they're both in school, and. I like to spend an hour every day consistently on social media, liking posts, commenting on posts, not just commenting and being like, oh, ha ha ha, but commenting and saying, oh my gosh, how creative. I love that. Let's get together and typing more than, you know, two words. Some real interaction. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, posting or figuring out what I need to post or, you know, what it's time consuming, but when you get it to work for you, it really saves you time in the long run.
1: So do you have a set time in the day or you just know sometime in the day you want to have an hour that you're working on that?
0: Depends on when I have appointments that day. It's typically in the morning though. Yeah, You get the most interaction on Facebook in the mornings and then in the evening. Yeah. But I found like if you post after eight o'clock, you're not going to get as much interaction because people are going to bed. You know? Yeah. But if you post first thing in the morning before they go to work, they're going to see your posts and they're going to like them.
1: Do you use a planner to schedule your posts or are you just doing them live every time? I just
0: I do them live. Okay. I tried. Yeah. I used the color story app, which I recommend for adding filters to your photos just to keep that consistency. They have what's called a grid where you can plan out your posts from there. But really I don't I don't use it anymore. I just okay. post live. But that's called the Color Story app? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. What do you feel like is your biggest challenge? I would say it definitely took some time to, if you're not comfortable going out and talking to people and networking, if you're not networking, you're not working. And I would say that really consistently networking with people and making it a point to build those relationships as a real estate agent, I feel like that's our job is to build relationships. Sure. But if, you know, if Zillow is doing a better job at staying in touch with your clients, then you have a problem. And so I needed to learn that consistency. And I'm, I'm definitely getting better at it. But when I had so much on my plate, just starting the team, I struggled with it.
1: Mm. Yeah. How are you making that a priority now? What will
0: that look like? So I'm definitely making it an effort to acknowledge life events on social media, saying Mm. happy birthday, happy anniversary, happy home anniversary. I make it definitely a priority to send actual cards, handwritten cards every single week and just say, you know, I was thinking about you. Congratulations on your baby. I love your new dog, things like that. And just touching base that way.
1: Is that to anybody, just a sphere of influence? It's not necessarily past clients or
0: any, and it's just my sphere of influence and I try and send five a week. Yeah. That's and awesome. It's just, hey, how are you doing? I was thinking about you. Nobody writes mail anymore. Hope you enjoy this. You know, yeah. nothing. Something in your mailbox besides a bill. <laughs> exactly. hundred percent. A bill or an ad. It's a, yeah, People like getting snail mail still. They just, nobody does it anymore. You're right. So I yeah. made a conscious effort to do that as well. And so that's ways that I like to network that aren't in person. But then going to... You know, local events and showing your face and being that person in your community that's the expert in real estate. Mm-hmm. And I like to force myself when I'm in that situation. I'm not shy, but you know, sometimes it's awkward. You don't know people. People are standing in groups. You're standing all alone. And just to force myself to go up and be like, hey, I'm Courtney. I just opened a real estate yep. office right down the road. Right. Right. So it definitely took some getting used to, but I'm. Getting better at it and making sure that I'm promoting local stores or local restaurants and checking in there and just showing my value, showing that I am the market expert.
1: Mm. Yeah, so important. What do you think sets your team apart?
0: I would definitely say that we're authentic and. We are ethical, so and we pride ourselves on that. I think when you look at our team we're we're doing different things. you know, we just had a shoot with the uh, Akron Canton Real Producer magazine, and we didn't just stand in front of a brick building and wear suits and smile or you know the things that you would expect a real estate agent to do. We went on a boat and we were out in the middle of the lake, and we were Throwing beach balls back and forth. And we do things that make us stand out compared to the competition. They're also very present on social media and are building their brand on social media, making new connections, following up and keeping in touch. And I think that that sets us apart too, just that consistency.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. What do you want the future to look like?
0: I would love to add a few more team members to your home court team and just watch their businesses flourish and grow and build those relationships with them in their sphere and uh, really be, I want to be a premier team at a premier brokerage in Portage Lakes. That is my goal, just being a presence there, giving back to the community and growth. I want everybody to grow and be happy. Yeah,
1: I love that and very worthwhile goal. So what do you do personally to continue to grow?
0: I personally think it's so important to – I listen to podcasts all the time. Every time I'm in the car, I think it's important to know what other agents are doing how, you know, they're tackling things in their market and getting new ideas. Going to conferences, that is a big, I love going to conferences and learning. There's so many different ideas all across the country. And then also getting involved in my board. And I'm the 2021 YPN chair. And it's been so great to just meet people and bounce ideas off of other real estate agents right here in my own community. Mm. Yeah.
1: I always think we grow... I personally should say, for me, I grow so much from other people and listening mm-hmm. to their trials. Their, I mean, that's Absolutely. one reason I started the podcast. I mean, I just feel like mm-hmm. we... You know, we listen to other people. There's some situations that may be similar and, you know, we listen to their struggles and Mm -hmm. how they worked through things and how they grow. And I feel like it, um, it, for me personally, that's how I grow and just listening to how, and I'm, I'm encouraged by that. And so I think that's.
0: There's so much knowledge out here in the market and, you know, in other agents, everybody's so knowledgeable. And to me, if you don't have that mentality of, I need to learn more, I need to learn more, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like if I walk into the room, and I'm in the smartest person in that room, then I'm in the wrong room, Take yeah. me somewhere that I can learn, and that you can show, hey, why don't you try doing things this way? You know, I don't know at all. I've only been an in agent in three years, I have so much to learn. Yeah.
1: You're not sitting going, oh, but I've only been an agent for three years, so I can't do yes. this or I can't do that. And and it's really incredible. And like I said, and I really mean this sincerely, Courtney, you know, from the first time, I don't know, it's probably been Close to a year ago, yeah. I don't, I don't know how long, yeah. you know, that we had our coaching session, and you were just in that struggle. Do I stay where I am? Do I start my own team? And then I love following you on Facebook and just seeing all of your success and the progress that you've made. And and I'll say, I'm so proud of you, and oh, I really mean that sincerely. Not that I you. had anything to do with it, but just to oh, see you did, where you were and where you are now, and accomplishing yeah. the things that you really were dreaming of. And so I really do mean that sincerely.
0: Thank you. No, I, you know how confused I was during that conversation. I had, there were so many risks, but what is life without a little risk? I wouldn't be where I am now had we not hashed that out together. And I completely acknowledge and thank you for that because I needed that push. Wow. I I did.
1: I think the, the, final line. And I just, I do really remember well, the conversation, you know, is that I don't remember exactly what I said or how I said it, but I think my concluding thought was, and I'm sure I said it in some way, is I don't think that you're ever going to be content to stay where you were because you have those, you're being driven as a leader and, you know, at some point that has to come out. But, um, Anyway, totally. it was interesting to see and it's been great.
0: Anything else you want to share before we wrap up? No, I appreciate you having me on. And you know, to anybody that chooses to listen, thank you and follow me on social media. Yeah. Follow follow. So
1: where do they how do they find you on social media? Go ahead and give that.
0: Courtney Hatfield on Facebook. You'll click on my profile and you'll see it, you'll know it's me. Right when you click on it. And then on Instagram, it's Courtney Realtor. That's my handle. And I will follow you back and reach out and say, Hey, I enjoy meeting new people all across the country.
1: That's awesome. And we do have some great listeners that I know will reach out. I had a listener reach out to me. I may have mentioned this, but it was back several months ago. And she said, "Will you give me a list of all your guests. And I'm like, okay, why? And she said, and and I did, I got her the list and where they all were from. And um, she said, well, just for referrals, if I've got somebody going to that area, I will definitely keep them in mind for a referral. So it's always great. And you never
0: know. You just never know. You really don't. And people... I love that. If you have somebody looking in Northeast Ohio, my team
1: will, will take care of you. Courtney, you'll be your girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Courtney, so much.
0: Oh, thanks, April. I'll talk to you soon. Well, thanks for listening all the way
1: through to the podcast. And even now to just my final comments, I really appreciate Courtney being a guest. And listen, if you're interested in being coached, I coach aprilmack.com. You can get more information about me I coach people to become the very best that they can be and living up to their full potential. That's what I do. I work with top producers. I work even with people that are starting out, but yet are very ambitious and really want to be successful. And of course, success means different things to different people. To me, success is having enough margin in my life, being fulfilled in what I do. And as I work with my clients, we determine what does success look like to them. Because it's not all about how much money is in the bank or what your total sales were for the year. Life comes in seasons and every season isn't about having the most money in the bank and not about necessarily being the very top person in your market. It just might not be the right season for you. And so I customize my coaching plan around my clients. If that's something you're interested in, reach out to me, coachaprilmack.com. You'll find my contact information. I'm April at the Connexus Group, which is the company that I coach with. I'm April at the Connexus Group.com. So let me just finish with just a couple of closing thoughts. You know, we live in such a crazy world right now, there's so much division. It's scary, and it just sometimes feels like we're living in such a hostile environment. I've been listening to the Audible book of from Bob Goff called Dream Big. If you've never read any of Bob Goff's books, let me highly, highly recommend his books. It just will challenge you to be a better person. And I was on a flight home from Denver couple of nights ago and was on a little bitty jet from a Minneapolis to Cleveland with no television in my seat. And so I listened to my audiobook The Whole Way, Dream Big by Bob Goff. And I just was challenged to be a kinder, more thoughtful person and not just kind. I think I'm a nice person, but I was challenged to be very kind and generous with my time In giving my time to other people. And the people that we meet, the people that just might need a little bit of our time, what a gift that can be to them. But also what a gift it can be to ourselves to get to really know someone, to ask them questions. And, you know, I'm probably like most people, I can get on an airplane, put my AirPods in, and kind of ignore all the people around me. But let me tell you a crazy story. I have a good friend that was so annoyed by this lady sitting by him on an airplane. This happened several years ago. And this lady gets on. He's annoyed because she wants to talk. She has a dog at her feet. And he had got bumped up to first class. And he's like, doggone it. I mean, the one time I get in first class and then I've got a a chatty Kathy and she's got a dog with her. And this lady chatted with him the whole entire flight. This lady has become like a best friend, second mom to his entire family. I'm not going to go into all of the amazing blessings that have come into his life because he got to know this lady. It's actually, it is unbelievable and so crazy. But with that said, you never know who you might meet. If you'll just open up and have conversation with people, And allow them into your space. And so that's what I leave you with. Challenging you with today is I've read this book. I myself have been more challenged to open myself up to more people, to let them into my world, because I'm going to believe and trust that they're going to bring some really great things into my life. I hope you are very blessed today. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I feel like we're friends. I hear from many of you. Always love to hear from you. So be blessed and we'll be back within two weeks.